dietitian. And I'm Tara, a journalist. We're mums of little ones and we're also sisters. New Mums Nutrition is a podcast that helps you optimize your nutrition and thrive in this season of life. Hello friends, this episode we are talking about the fourth trimester. Now, Lana, I'm just going to throw straight to you. Go for it. What is the fourth trimester and what does it have to do with nutrition? The fourth trimester is that magic time, 12 weeks from when you've given birth, where there are just so many changes physiologically to you as the mum. Also for your baby too, but we're really focusing on the mum during the fourth trimester. There's lots of research articles talking about the lack of care we received during actually this quite uh, transient time for our bodies. It's almost a bit of turmoil that our bodies go through and recovering from birth. So before we start talking about the specifics of food, you've mentioned there's a lot going on in our bodies. It's quite a tumultuous time. What is happening in the mum's body the 12 weeks after birth? If we even just think about our uterus, it has held the baby that we're holding now and it has to shrink down to the size of things like an upside down pear. That's a big change for your body. You've just lost an organ, the placenta, which one of our mums pointed out in the Facebook group. Actually, it is such a big transition for you to actually to grow an organ and then for that to be removed as well as your baby um i thought that's what you meant when you said we grew an organ uh, i'm like i'm pretty sure a baby is more than just one organ placenta that's right so it's a huge transition for your body uh from a hormone perspective as well your placenta is quite well influences a lot of the hormonal changes in your body and so your body's going through hormonal fluctuations with breastfeeding as well, you've got lots of hormonal changes with having your milk come in and the production of colostrum. And then when your colostrum comes in and when you produce breast milk, and then you've got all other changes from the blood loss that's happened during labor and potential loss of iron stores. And you, you there's potential for some heart issues postpartum as well. Even just wound healing. Some people, if you give birth to your baby via the sunroof, they're cutting through a lot of skin, a lot of flesh. That's right, and a lot of muscle tissue as well that we forget that that has been cut through. And so that all has to heal. And as well, if you have an episiotomy or even a tear, your body has to work hard to repair that. And it needs nutrients to do that. Hence why we're talking about this today. The one other body change I might throw in there. You can tell me if I need to. I know. I already know what you're going to say. <laughs> Poo. Bowel movements. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who knows what goes on? I mean, there is, like, if we're talking about heads up for the fourth trimester, the first... That post-baby poo? That's right. Oh, my goodness. Like, it's not embarrassing enough to poo in front of midwives and whoever your support team is in the birthing suite. <laughs> If you were lucky enough not to poo, I don't know how you did that. Congratulations. <laughs> Look, sometimes they, they, everyone does it. They just don't tell you. You told me. I wouldn't have known <laughs> otherwise. But really, when we're talking about poo, actually constipation is a huge issue. Yeah, and managing all of that, there's just so many changes. And then if we think about our mental health changes with postpartum depression, which we spoke about in our last episode, 
that's really important to you'd be thinking about all those different changes and that's just in your body forget that you have a fresh human to care for and that keep you're alive to look after and, and you, you might be juggling a fresh human with three other little humans and so that's why we just want to talk about nutrition in this time period because i think so often i see women dieting in this fourth trimester and with all these changes that are going on now is the time to focus on nourishing your body so that it can recover as well as possible we're all about optimizing your nutrition so that you can actually live life to the full so you can be the mum that you want to be and so you have the energy to do that and i'm not saying or we're not saying that if you eat you know apples and carrots you're going to be a super mum But what we are saying is that actually food is one tool in a range of tools that can really boost you and help you to achieve these things. That's right. And so now that we're talking about food, tell me what to eat. What food do we eat given that our bodies are healing wounds, breastfeeding, blood stores are being replenished and that we have all whack bowel movements? What should we be eating in the first 12 weeks? Well, I could, we could honestly do a podcast episode on each one of those things. I could break them down for you. And so actually we've spoken about the top new postpartum nutrients where we do talk about actually why some of these things are important and talk about them in more detail. So if you want to listen to that, that's episode two. What do you actually eat? Well, making sure you're getting enough serves of the different food groups because that's going to provide your body with the array of nutrients that you need. And so actually if we think about it, you... A breastfeeding woman needs nine serves of grains or grainy food. So that's a serve could be uh, half a cup of rice or even one slice of bread. So if we just think about slices of bread, that's nine slices of bread. But it could be, you know, oats or pasta or other things like that. It's time to embrace the carbs. Get on the garlic bread, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Well, not quite a whole grain, but that's okay. That could be one of them because we would say 50% from whole grains. But that's just with grains. And then the serving size for vegetables goes from five to seven and a half serves of vegetables for breastfeeding women. Again, your two serves of fruit, the same sort of amounts of um, meats and uh, meat alternatives. Dairy and dairy alternatives is the same as well. And so you can see, actually, sometimes we think pregnancy is where we need to be eating more. But during that fourth trimester, when you're recovering, your body needs a lot of those nutrients. And especially if you're breastfeeding, then your body needs to, you need to be fueling your body for the task of recovering from birth, from breastfeeding and giving you energy to care for your crying little baby and so given that we're talking about what food we should eat in a time when we probably haven't slept for quite a number of nights and we're probably quite sore Mm -hmm. and depending on how your recovery process goes some people recover really fast and they're up on their feet within two days and Mm -hmm. some people still sit awkwardly because they can't quite sit properly for two or three weeks those hemorrhoids are a very common post-birth experience hemorrhoids stitches whatever went on down there ice packs how do we do this given that we're sore and tired i think you just make it as easy as possible 
as you can for yourself. So so much, so often with nutrition, we tend to overcomplicate things and we feel like we need to have the fancy organic thing that's freshly cooked. Make it simple for yourself. Utilize, you know, we talked about our vegetable serves going up. Well, actually, that's the time where you utilize like you should, you can anytime. The fresh produce, of course, pre-packaged produce so whether that's your spinach leaves or your um, coleslaw mixes or different salads that are pre-prepared or you rely on frozen veggies and canned veggies they're all fine you want to be choosing um, reduced salt canned vegetables just give it a quick rinse and then you're good to go and frozen veggies is fine too but utilizing those things that are just quick and easy for you don't overcomplicate get support and help from friends and family freeze and batch cook things beforehand just try and make it as simple as you can for yourself so it sounds like one of the key ways is to actually prepare early yeah so even before your before baby comes actually whether that's teeing up with other people and asking hey can you give can would you be able to help out or you doing some cooking and some planning whether that's with with planning your snacks whether that's even buying some some appropriate muesli bars for yourself or buying some different snack options that you have on hand so you can actually nourish your body because to eat this amount of food in three meals one it's not going to happen because you only have five minutes to eat because the baby woke up from their nap if they if they're sleeping at all and um they're crying and need a nappy change and so with all that going on actually snacks becomes really important to meet your nutrient requirements but also having pre-prepared meals and so if you can prepare ahead in advance that's going to be key so let's say i'm listening to this podcast and i have a two-week-old and I didn't expect my baby to come as early or maybe I worked right up until my due date. Actually, that is my story, but I'll save that for another episode. I would like to know, Lana, how can I, if I didn't get a chance to prepare early, how can I make this as easy as possible? What advice would you give a client? I would say, like we've said in previous episodes, to start small. And so if you're hearing me talk about all these different serves of of food groups actually just pick one thing that you're going to do or or organize do your grocery shopping online and just think about a few snacks that you're going to buy and actually stock up on some things and go okay well I actually don't really have that many snacks in the house and I'm always feeling hungry and I feel like I'm not planning pick two or three snacks that are going to be your go-to or or one or two breakfast options and even just write that down so that then you can have that as an option. Can I just also add to that? This is not the time to make your life more complicated by trying to reach ideals of only baking organic things at home for yourself or living that waste-free life. I don't life. think we have the headspace to do that. I think this is the time to be kind to yourself and go, this is just a season. This is a 12-week period that it's super intense and super difficult. If what you need to get through this 12-week period is individual packaged snacks. Yes, actually, that's so important. Give yourself permission. We give you permission if you need our permission. That's right. I think sometimes 
I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to, uh, and I think these are all good things to do, to be mindful of our food waste and our our plastic use and all these, these different things. But as you said, it is a season and yeah, I've just seen time and time again, actually just give yourself permission to, for this season, even if it's for the, for the fourth trimester but even if it's a bit longer than that because you know things don't necessarily get super easier after that babies don't follow our timelines that's that's right they there's no textbook our bodies don't follow our timelines that's why it's really important to have some strategies that work for you and that's why i work with people during their pregnancy and maybe i've worked with people to help them fall pregnant and then during their pregnancy and a lot of the time during during that time, we're setting people up for the postpartum period because I actually think the way that you nourish your body during uh, fertility uh, to set your body up for falling pregnant and during pregnancy can actually have a significant impact on your postpartum recovery, especially during those 12 weeks. So if you're feeling like you're needing a little bit of help with that, that's where getting some individualized advice can help. We also had some really good suggestions in our Facebook group, New Mums Nutrition. If you're not already a member, come and join us. Well, we had some really great suggestions from other mums sharing their experiences of the fourth trimester and particularly sharing their food struggles. And a lot of us just really struggled. But we all related in that it was, I think it was really great to see that actually this is the reality of what it's like and actually that normalizing that because I think sometimes we hide some of those things and think that people are just coping really well and then when we realize exactly what it's like and all these different issues and it's sore just to even get up off the chair. Making it easy is really important in those circumstances. Can I add to your suggestions as well? Yeah go for it. Don't be afraid to ask a friend to pick up food for you. Mm. So I have asked friends or I have been asked by friends to just stop into the shops on the way over and pick up a bunch of bananas and some milk or whatever it might be whatever it is so roast chicken for dinner yes if you show up to my house with whole with whole grain bread rolls a roast chook and some of that pasta salad from the deli at the supermarket I will love you forever and so can you see here that really when we talk about healthy eating I think certain images come to our mind of all very beautiful Instagram kitchens with the food of very love, like fresh produce displayed over the bench with berries and leafy greens. And so actually we're not seeing a roast chicken from Woolies. I think we just need to be realistic and go, actually, let's just get whatever food that's going to get us by and nourish our body so that we can recover well and if you know the kinds of foods to be focusing on the whole grains the fruits the vegetables the lean meats etc etc then actually that gives you the confidence to make good choices in the chaos and in particular knowing what has happened to you during your birth and what things could help you so particularly if you've had lots of blood loss thinking focusing on high iron foods or if you've had a a c-section or an episiotomy or some tearing then actually focusing on 
foods that help with wound healing as well. And so that could be focusing on your protein foods, making sure you're getting um, some vitamin C, sources of zinc, and making sure that you're getting enough energy for your body. Because if you're not fueling your body enough, how's your body going to help to grow and repair and recover tissue? So focusing on those things can be really helpful in the fourth trimester. I believe you have a resource that can help us to do that, Lana. Do you want to tell us about the New Mums Nutrition Checklist? Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, so because of this, I developed a New Mums Nutrition Checklist that goes through the different food groups, what extra considerations you might need, and if you're breastfeeding, and then actually some checks with your where you're at with your relationship with food, weight changes, blood markers that you need to be paying attention to so i've put that all in so that then you can just like have a scan through so you can download that from my website lanaherth.com or head to our facebook group new mums nutrition to download it just to recap if you are heading towards the fourth trimester or currently in the fourth trimester prepare early if you can prepare snacks and foods and things like that so that you can nourish your body well in amongst all that chaos knowing what to eat will uh, will give you the confidence to make really good nourishing food choices and make it easy for yourself choose small simple steps keep the snacks easy and Make sure you spend some time fueling yourself so that you can then care for those around you. The other thing I just want to add is that it's really important to be making sure you're taking the right supplementation with at least uh, continuing your prenatal. But if you need any other supplementation, potentially iron or others, then to be including that as well. If you have other thoughts or experiences that you want to share, do head over to our Facebook group, New Mums Nutrition. And if you enjoyed this episode and you think it was helpful then please leave us a review wherever you subscribe to podcast and share it with a friend now i'm tara singh i'm a journalist and i'm here with lana hearth she's an accredited practicing dietitian with a special interest in postpartum and interpartum nutrition new mums nutrition does not replace individual medical advice this is just general in nature you need to listen to your doctors and your medical support team who know your body the best Thank you so much for joining us today. Bye for now.